Good morning, greetings, and bless the Lord, saints of God. Welcome to another episode of Triple C. Let's open word of word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity on this Sunday, February the 18th, 2024, to partake of your word. As I always say, it is my desire, God, that you be glorified, that we, the people of God, be edified, and that the devil is horrified because we've not stopped seeking and pursuing your truth. Bless every podcast listener today that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And that this buffet word that we're about to go into resonates and give them biblical nourishment in Jesus's name. We pray. Amen. Greetings and divine love, people of God. We're going to go right into the word of God. I hope you had a good week. We're praying that God will recharge your batteries, get you ready for this upcoming week as we start the day off in the name of Jesus Christ. Today's scripture verse will come from 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'm going to read 13 verses, a little lengthy, but we're going to key on verses 1 and 2 and I'll paraphrase the other as I try to do when we do have podcasts. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible from 1 Timothy chapter 4, a letter of Paul to his son, as they call him, as protege Timothy in the ministry. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with the hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God have created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God who is the savior of all men, especially of those that believe. In the last verse today, well, two more. These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Last verse. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to the exhortation, to doctrine. Little lengthy, but it has a purpose. If you all recall, I told you last Sunday, God already forwarded, fast forwarded today's topic for the podcast. And this one is beware of seducing spirits. Beware of seducing spirits. Two Sundays ago, God put in the spirit, stranger danger. And then last Sunday, that strange things do happen to Christian people. There's a path and a pattern in this last two or three weeks, because as we are now into the second month of, of the 2024 year, 
I still believe that God is speaking to somebody because your 2023 carried over a lot of things that you didn't get delivered from, or there's some things that the enemy want to linger and hang on your coattail that's trying to prevent you from learning and getting to know God better than you did in 2023. I do believe, and just remember, I've always said this, God has never promised that you're going to have every day is going to be a glorious gold walking streets day in this life. Now, we go into a place where streets are paved with gold, where there's no more pain, no more suffering, no more tears, but not right now. I believe that God is looking for us soldiers to understand as we are, as I said last Sunday, you are in immediate spiritual warfare every day of your human life in this life. And I honestly believe that God has been trying to equip us, as Paul told the church at, at, at uh Galatians, Ephesus, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, after done all to stand in the book of Romans, to be able to stand. Stand on what? This truth. And ye shall know the truth in the book of Matthew, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. How does it make you free? As you walk in the word, as you walk your faith in Christianity, as you walk by spiritual sight, not by your physical eyesight, or your physical ears, what you hear, or what you feel in your body, your Christianity should never be based on your feeling. It must be based on your faith. And your faith will only grow when you go through things with God, when you study the word of God, when you seek God's face, and according to Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added. What things? The things that you need to be able to stand, to be mature, to grow, to learn that God is your God and don't make him somebody else's God and you leave yourself out with the promise of understanding that you will never cross every spiritual T or dot every spiritual I in this life, but we're all what? A work in progress. We are sinners saved by grace. Because why? Jesus Christ, never forget the foundation that Jesus Christ came down through 40 and two generations, hung, bled on the die, and died on the cross at Calvary so that you can have a right to eternity one day when your physical body goes back to dust and your spirit is caught up to meet him in the air. Now, there are some that have already been transformed in the earlier years. There's some that's going to go through the trials and tribulation of the rapture. There's some of us, amen, that may not see death. Some may get translated like Enoch did. We don't know. But I believe our commission is to learn to live. The Bible says to live is Christ and to die is gain. If you're going to a place that God's already prepared for you, if he said in the book of John chapter 14 that in my father's house are many mansions, y'all know down here, just tell the truth and shame the devil. We would love to live in a mansion down here, but don't get ahead of God. Don't go out and buy something that God ain't told you to buy and you are, you're living up above your means and you struck and struggling and doing everything else. You got to be careful. In this life, the world wants you to be just like them. Now, let me drop this in your spirit, and, and then I'm going to get on to the podcast and, and the text that God put in my spirit. Look at our images in life. I 
honestly believe the majority of the people that we see as entertainers, sports figures, and all of these people, most of them, the majority of them, may have given their souls over to the devil because the devil tried to get Jesus to bow down and worship him, and he will give him all the keys to his kingdom in this earth, which is a fallacy. Say no mind, God has allowed him to have power. He could put image and give you all kinds of things, but all money ain't good money. All positional titles ain't the best title. You got to be led of God. That's just a public service announcement for you before we really get into the meat of the word. Now let's get to this Bible and see what the Lord says. And I hope that today's podcast, as we are trying to foundationally get you ready, there's probably going to be many other different types of messages that God will bring through us. Uh, in our Christian walk as we have these podcasts. But right now, somebody is in an imminent warfare. Somebody right now is struggling to a degree you do not know how to stand and fight. You are battling depression. You are in the house because COVID did change the world. Somebody right now looking around thought all those people that you've been hanging through the years was your friend, but you realize they really wasn't your friend. They could have been a myriad of different things. Yeah, you've heard me say not everybody in your life was meant to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. Some of them people done straight out tripped you out based on their behavior. Sometimes you can't even cuss. You just say, wow. And you look at him and though you thought. So I could probably talk about a mirror of the character. Why? I'm not talking about something I dreamt up. I'm talking about something we live every day. Amen. So God said, beware of seducing spirits. Remember last Sunday, we talked about the word beware. That black and orange sign, all of us, especially all my pet owners that are listening to the podcast, if you have one of those kind of dogs that people, and he has, he or she has a tendency of, of not paying attention and going after somebody, you are purposely going to put beware of dog, meaning just don't walk in my back fence, amen, unaware, because there's something back there that's going to devour you. Hello, Holy Ghost. So here Paul is talking to Timothy in written form. And it's so awesome about God works. Over 2000 plus years ago, what Paul wrote to Timothy is still very much applicable or that you can apply it today. That's how awesome God is. God knew you before you became an embryo in your mother's womb. God knew what you would be, where you would go, what you would do, how you would talk, how you will think, how you react, how you won't act. If you're going to be lazy, if you're going to be messed up, miserable, and a maniac, he's known all these things, but yet he still provides a way of escape if you choose to follow him. I can't make you follow him. My job ain't to make anybody follow Jesus Christ. I believe as God was presented to me years ago without even understanding all the things that I would have to be brought out of and to be brought to and through, amen, and to learn, is God really my God while I'm in the mix of my mental mess? If I learn that God will get me out, do I believe that God will pick me up, place my feet on solid ground, or will I continue to stay messed up, miserable, and somebody who just don't understand the method, the master, or the message? But here God's talking to Paul and Paul's talking to Timothy and Timothy and his word is writing to you and I in this fourth chapter of first Timothy chapter four. And let's just hit on the key points and then we will close the podcast. Here's what the word says. Now, that means stop. Pay attention. 
and read your Bible, King James Version definitely has the word spirit with a capital S. That means spirit of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now the spirit speaking expressly up, the spirit of God is speaking. That in the latter times, not the last days, in the latter times, some shall depart from faith. Not everybody. Some are choosing to depart from the faith because they're listening to the wrong people. Giving heed, paying attention, to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. What did that just tell me? There are demonic spirits, fallen angels. And I was thinking about it earlier this morning when I woke up. I don't know the numerical number of the fallen angels. The Bible says a third of the angels chose to follow Beelzebub, Satan, the devil. I don't know the numerical number, but I know a third of them. But here they are. The Bible tells me if I'm a believer that they speak and they teach. Devils have doctrines by their leader. A, a doctrine is a teaching. Amen. So here's a few things God said to me to put into your spirit. The first one is this, and it goes into verse two. Speaking what? They're teaching, speaking what? Lies. In hypocrisy, where you get the word hypocrite, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. The Webster version or the biblical definition of seared means a cauterize. It means to like when you sear a steak, you lay it in that hot skillet and it sears an imprint of the bottom of the skillet. The searing their teachings in your human mind. That's why there's a warfare. Your spirit versus the spirit of God versus the spirit of the enemy. You've got a decision to make. The angels had a decision to make. Stay with God, reign a ruler supreme, or get okie-doke by the voice that was so eloquent that slipped in and spoke a prophetic word to them so they thought, and they chose to follow that voice, and they all got kicked out of heaven. Y'all have heard me say not everybody at church is in church. And not everybody in church is going to be in heaven with God. That's another day and another message. So here's the first thing he said and told me to ask. He asked me the question. Whose voice are you listening? I've told you this. Somebody, and, and I call it the water cooler mentality. And you can talk about at the table. You can talk about, you can, let me just drop something in your spirit while I'm driving by your street. Wherever you work, and if you know, if you come out from your cubicle or from your space or where you work, and you see a couple of people in the hallway and they, you know, oftentimes they are up to no good. They either, and it could be truthful, it could be real, but I can guarantee you nine times out of ten somebody done said something done did something and somebody can't keep it to themselves and they got to talk about it could be the supervisor could be the governmental lead in our case it could be anybody it could be some stuff that's going on there could be some shenanigans going on around the workplace oh help us holy ghost so he asked me the question whose voice are you listening? One and two are our key. The devils, demons, those fallen angels have the ability to listen to their master. If they don't follow God, they follow their God, lowercase g, who's their what? Master. If you don't believe in God, reign or ruler supreme, and you follow the God of this world, the devil is your daddy. Hello, Holy Ghost. I'm an ex-devil follower. I, 
Here, let me drop something in your spirit. Y'all might like this one. Once you leave and follow the teachings of God, the devil is so upset at you, he's got a restraining order against you that you can't come into his camp because he already know he can't sucker you back in. Hello, Holy Ghost. So here's the thing. Whose voice are you listening to? The world and not believers? Remember I told you there's the wisdom of the word, W-O-R-D, and then there's the wisdom of the world, W-O-R-L-D. Which one are you listening to? Which one are you following? I can give you a pre-immature, a, pre a, a preemptive test that if you're following the ways of the world, you fail every time. And you wonder why your body broken, your mind is messed up, you're dragging, you ain't got no energy, you ain't got no pep in your step, you ain't got no bounce in your ounce, you dead, dry, disconnected, or you live in the four Ds and, and this is what you're doing to God. You're ducking, dodging, and distracting, and denying the truth of God's word. If you're doing those, baby, you better pay attention because you're headed for heavy rolls. So are you listening to the world, non-believers, or let's take it to the church. We call them pew pastors, not the pastor from the podium, but every pew typically has what we call a pew pastor. Are you listening to those misguided people that's in church, that's in the place, but denying the biblical truth and create their own truth? And their own truth causes separation and divisions or AKH church splits. Thirdly, or lastly, are you listening to the spirit, capital S, of the living God? That's your choice. So the first question you must ask yourself after this podcast, wait a minute, who am I listening to? So you can rest assured that old girlfriend or that homeboy that ain't trying to get you out of your mess, that they love misery loves company. If them the ones always telling you they're so negative, they never bring a positive word. They're not showing you the light. They're showing you a version of a light, but not the light. And you wonder why you follow them and then you fall off. They fall off. We fall off. And then as soon as you start to get deliverance, they fall off. Why? Because you no longer run with them. Think it not strange of the fiery trials which tries you as though some strange that thing happened unto you because you don't run with them anymore. Something happened in your life. I like to call it in the modern day. You woke up and you realized that your life was on a crash course to hell. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm looking at what Paul said to Timothy and is wearing and is working and is dealing with my spirit. Why? Because I didn't realize until walking in that they're seducing spirits just like those campaigners when it's time to vote, trying to sucker you possibly or seduce you possibly into voting for their candidate with a nasty self. You don't know them until you read about them. You better read about the enemy. He's all throughout the news of the Bible. You better learn to read. Just don't. Here's what I, I, it trips me out today. Can I digress for one second? When preachers say, look to your neighbor and tell your neighbor to say, no, Jesus told the devil for it is written. You better go and see what the word says about your situation. See, that, this only applies to believers. I earnestly believe there's not a topic under the sun that God through the word and the Holy Spirit have covered in this Bible. 
And he allowed me the privilege and the honor of getting the 66 books, knowing that there's many other books because the world couldn't contain all the works that Jesus did. Do y'all recall when I told you that one year is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day? Most folk didn't even know that a day's journey in the biblical days was just only 20 miles. When you travel and look at the map of the region, it wasn't a long way that they traveled in our earthly vernacular of what 20 miles is. They traveled in regions and many of the Bible stories were in close proximity to one another based on the region of Israel and all the other places that surrounded Israel. You need to look at our Bible and learn this truth so that you walk in freedom. Now, the first thing is, whose voice are you listening to? Now, I'm going to paraphrase some of the other. Verses three through talking about forbidding people to marry. People make up their own religion. People make up their own ideology. They come up with things and saying like this, that you are not saved if you're not baptized in the name of Jesus only with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is a gift. Hello, Holy Ghost. And there was a thief on the cross that, that, that Jesus says, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise and his body never struck any water. The word baptizo means to immerse. It's a blessing to give an outward example that when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and with the opportunity to symbolize washing away the stench of life and go under that water and come back up in an analogy that you're being washed by the water of God's word. But the real baptism is the baptism in the Holy Spirit. What does that mean, preacher? That means you getting more of God and his word in you to override your fleshly thinking. Oh, hopefully I'm helping somebody. So as we look at that, he talks about this. And let me just drop this public service announcement for all of you super saints. <clears throat> for every creature, verse four, of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. I can't give you all the biblical scriptures of where it applies to going from Old Testament to new. But when we and this is where we get our earthly vernacular of praying over our food. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So those things that we believe that we eat because that's how we've governed our mind. It's a blessing when we thank God for it and we speak a blessing over it to be received with honor and thanksgiving because God didn't have to do it. Now, there are certain things. I'm not telling you what to eat or what not to eat. All of us eat processed food. All of us eat something. If you buy, let me drop some mess in your spirit while I'm coming by your street. If you buy anything out the store, it's been created from somewhere and something's been on it to make it last more than a couple of days. Go back and research it for yourself. This is what he says. Verse six is for me. If thou put the brethren in the remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. There's Jesus Christ. It's in the word, not making it up. Nourished up in the words of faith, words of faith, and of good doctrine. If there's good doctrine, that means there's what? Bad doctrine. How will you know it's bad doctrine? You only know it until you find and be led by the Spirit of God. I'm going there. When you're led by the Spirit of God, you will learn what's of God, capital G, and what's not of God, capital G. Whereunto thou hast attained, but refuse profane and old wise fables. I ain't saying all old stories are illicit and illegal. That's not what I'm saying. But, and exercise thyself rather unto ungodliness. If all of that stuff caused you not to seek after God, now you got a problem. 
If you're only doing it because this is what grandmama, big mama, papa, granddad or grandfather did and you choose not to follow God, you might want to be careful and cognizant of what you're doing. Some things were for certain eras in life. Not all things that was done applies to you today. I'm almost done this morning. So the first thing is whose voice are you listening? The second thing is this. Don't depart from the truth of God's word. Going back. Now the Spirit speaking expressly that in the latter time, some depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. The first thing is, whose voice are you listening to? The second thing, don't depart from the truth of God's word. But if you don't ever put the truth of God's word in your spirit, man, you're subject to fall for anything. If you don't stand on this truth and know who God is, you have a great probability of being okie-doked. You have a greater probability of being bamboozled. You have a, the greatest probability of being hoodwinked and lied on and lied to if you don't know who God is. And you wonder why you've been in church for 30 years and you're no better. You wonder why you can claim that you've been with Jesus all your life, but there's no fruit of your labor in the word. You grew up in church, but was the church in you? So they drugged you with your nasty self and then you didn't even get watched. What a tragedy, and I'm almost done. What a tragedy to get in the house of God all these years and you looked as if you never had a spiritual bath. What a tragedy to say you in church, but church ain't in you and you still a liar. You still a robber. You still a backbiter. You still an adulterer. You still a fornicator. You still a messy maniac. You still doing all those things, but yet you want to put God in front of you as a shield, but we see through your fakeness. Don't you ever believe that you can fake it till you make it, because if you fake anything, you're not real. Hello, Holy Ghost. Bishop Wiley used to always tell us, baby, fake it till you make it. No, if you start out faking it, you're not going to be real. You've got to acknowledge that you a liar. You've got to acknowledge that you've got a drinking problem. You've got a problem that you still like smoking. You've got a problem that you still like womanizing and chasing after men. You've got to acknowledge that you've got a problem telling the truth. You've got to acknowledge that you've got a jealousy problem. You've got to acknowledge that you're tired of watching somebody else look like they're getting the one up on you. And you wonder why your life. You want to know why? Because you're looking at the wrong stuff. You got to look to him, the author and finisher of your faith. Why are you looking at your neighbor's yard and trying to buy what they buy? Ronnie Williams said in the late 80s, there's something about a paper tag. My neighbor buy a car, I try to buy a car. I see some furniture come off the furniture truck, I'm going to the furniture place. If he got a 65 inch, I've got to get an 85 inch. Oh, the devil is a liar. Won't you just be thankful what the Lord done done for you? The last thing, and I'm closing. Don't let anybody lead you. Romans 8 and 14 says this, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You've been freed. You've been delivered. 
I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and I know you can't ask because we're on the podcast. But have you not been with God long enough that you could tell me your testimony? Have you not been through some things that only but God did it? Have you not been through some things that you should have died earlier on in your sickness, but you're listening to the podcast today? Hadn't God did anything from you and told you that you were still able to meet your obligation? You paid some of your bills. It got rough sometimes. You have more month than money, but yet God still allow you to put food in your belly, water in your system, drive or get a ride to your next destination. If you're still working, God lets you go. But yet if you're working unto God, you realize that all the shenanigans and all the hatred and all the foolishness until God say it's time to move you. You learn how to endure hardness as a good soldier because somewhere along the line, you woke up and realized that you're in the army of the living God. You're not an army of one. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses that's rooting you on. The more you die deeper in the word of God, the stronger you come up. You th- then you learn to say, though the world will try to slay me, yet will I trust God. I realize you're trying to suck me backwards. And I told you, I'm not Lot's wife. I'm not looking back at my old Sodom and my old Gomorrah. I don't want to go back and be drunk every day of the week. I don't want to go partying and trying to hunt when God done blessed me with a miracle. He done made a home. We don't have a house. We're not two ships passing in the night. We can just have a general conversation. We're not arguing about money. We're not arguing about who's in charge. We're not who's the big I and the little you. We're not looking at every time we watch something. Here we are struggling because we can't get along. The devil is a liar. Oh, when you realize I said it this way at 25, 27 Robinson Co. I almost said somebody else's address. I tell you in that regard, 25 Robinson Co. There's peace and we're fighting to keep the peace. We look at it. Only way the thief can come in and strip and rate Tanya and I of our joy and our happiness. He's got to first bind me, the strong man, to get to her and then get to our home. The devil is a liar. Oh, I hope this helps somebody along the way. You've got to stand guard on your watch, army, soldier. It's a warfare going on. Are you blind to life? Do you not hear these fools on TV doing all this political shenanigan stuff? You better not rely on Republicans, Democrats, or independents. You better rely on God himself. Oh, let me close this podcast today. I've been going too long now. The Holy Ghost has shut it down. Here we are. The first thing it is, whose voice are you listening? The second thing is don't depart from this truth. It'll help you. You ain't got to believe me. Go to the word for yourself. And lastly, don't let anybody lead you. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. For thou, God, are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I learn when I walk with God. Though the world is crumbling all around me, to me I'm walking on solid ground. When the world is all around me, they're lying, they're hating, they're discontent and doing all kinds of things. I realize I'm sitting by the still spiritual brook of God's word. 
The world is crumbling. The world is imploding. The world is blowing up. But me, myself, I'm sitting down at the buffet table with my Lord and Savior. I realize that a thousand come to one side, 10,000 to the other, but nothing come nigh my dwelling. Why? Because I'm covered and cradled by the cradleness of God's arm. I realize that though the enemy is trying to seduce me backwards, I'm in the hands of God. And when you're in the hands of God, God said, no man can pluck you out. I told you the song said you made Jesus your choice last Sunday. Don't give up on God because he ain't gave up on you. I'm telling you, he's turning around. The difference a day makes. He's a bridge over troubled water. Hello, Holy Ghost. He'll put some ounce in your bounce. He'll put some pep in your step. He's told you that even though somebody left the gate open, I am the great shepherd. I am your leader. I am your God. I am a way maker. I am your yesterday. I am the one that can turn your midnight into midday. I am the one, though the world has got turbulence underneath you. You are walking over a bridge because I made the bridge. You're going to a house that human hands did make. I'm telling you, peace resides in me. And let this peace be still when you walk with God. So when you're aware of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, you don't realize this, but I'm going to drop this in your spirit and we close. God has been preparing you for today. And all you got to do is not get ahead of God because God is going to always stay ahead of you. When I told y'all this, a shepherd is leading the sheep. A shepherd never pushes the sheep in front of them as a sacrifice. In other words, when you follow God, he will never lead you into a path of a pit of vipers. He will always divert you and lead you around. If he don't, he will build you a tunnel underneath. If he doesn't, he will build you a bridge over. If not, he will cause the problems to part like the Red Sea and you still will walk over on calm and solid ground. So as we exit the sermon, the podcast speaks of beware of seducing spirits. I believe that these last three Sundays is to give you a foundation because we're going to talk about some of the other blessings of God and some things that you need to just secure your faith and be encouraged. We're living in a world gone wild. God has got your path predestined. Just walk with him. Just trust him. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Come on, let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Beware of seducing spirits. We don't want doctors of devils. We want to listen to the truth that we can walk in freedom. Help somebody in this podcast. Help them share it to somebody. Somebody's about to kill themselves, God, because they've been struggling. Somebody right now is so depressed they can't even get out of bed. Their whole life is pre predicted by what you see in their physical body. I'm asking God to raise them up out of the bed. Get them back and get them right so that they can minister to their family. Make them whole again. Make them strong again. God, I don't have all the words, nor do I ever claim to, but I'm just a soldier in the army of the living God. I am a sheep being taught by the great shepherd. I'm a teaching sheep, and it's got to cut me as it cuts anybody else. Thank you for healing my wounds of this world. Thank you for making it stronger. I'm sorry I repent of anything that I've done. If I can't help somebody, God, I don't want to hurt anybody. But may these podcasts forever be enlightening and enriching to get somebody up, 
get them moving or get them to stand on this truth. Bless now, God, until the next time. This is Tony with Triple C signing off. And we just want to let an old, old song that Tanya and I used to listen to over 30 years ago. Hopefully it'll bless your soul by the Thompson Community Choir. Be blessed until the next time we're together. God bless you.
turning back. Be blessed.